And then we get one of the best lines I've ever I've ever read in a manga because of how much it just absolutely murdered me. It caught me off guard to levels that I cannot even begin to express. It just was complete left field. And by no means would I, I ever anticipated this to come. Hey, Josh. Yeah. I'll let you suckle my teats if you let me gobble your schlong. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. When that happened, I lost it. What's up, everyone? Welcome into Animan Plus. I'm your host, Alex Light, with Sparky3. Hopefully, you are having a phenomenal day today, whatever day you're listening or perhaps watching this podcast over our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash sparky3. We got some uh, we got some interesting stuff to talk about today. We, we are going to talk about some Hunter Hunter stuff going on. We have Dan Dan, of course, when we're talking about our thoughts on that series. That series is absolutely just incredible. Looking forward to talking about that. Uh, we got some awards we're going to kind of run through with some mangas going on right now. Uh, kind of give some praise there. Our normal anime talks, manga sales, you know, all the gist there. Joining with me, as always, here on the phone, I do got Josh. Josh, how you feeling today? You know, I'm feeling pretty good today. It was a long day, but I made it through. Made it, hey, now. That, hey, that's all that matters, right? Uh, we, oh, do, yeah. we do have no Zach today. Let me cut to his camera. No Zach today, unfortunately. Uh, it's actually funny, man. Uh, he, he mentioned to me like two weeks ago. He's like, by the way, I will not be here on this day. I have to go out of state and do this. And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. And I even I even made a joke. It's like, I'll watch Dragon Quest that week just for the memes. And I texted him earlier. Hey, man, can you come over and help me out get some stuff set up? He's like, I see you forgot that I'm not in town. I'm like, I racked my brain for like a solid minute. I'm like, where the fuck is he? Because I do not know. Uh, but anyway, we're going to miss you here today, Zach. But don't worry, I'll take care of the cameras. We got this. We're gonna, Me and Josh are going to have a great time. So, just a friendly reminder. We're, we're so close. It's almost here. Episode 50 of Animan Plus is coming. And ironically enough, we've got it perfectly lined up where episode 50 is going to be recorded on our one-year anniversary of Animan Plus. It's going to be a big deal. Get excited. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's going to be awesome, man. Uh, we're going to be breaking down 50 incredible fights in anime, manga, and webtoon. This is a list that we've put off for a very long time. Zach has been against it for the longest time, but we're finally going to tackle it. Looking forward to it. Make you know sure- the irony of this, of like putting it off for so long and Zach being against it? It was probably the easiest list I've ever put together in my life. I mean, like I always have a hard time for like bonus casts and stuff when we do special episodes. It was so easy. I had it done like in an hour. I'm still not done. I'm still racking up options is what I'm still doing. I, I'm still racking up options, man. It, it, I can understand why it's a tough list. I can because there's just so much out there. But I mean, just, you know, it's, it's, it is pretty easy to narrow down ones where you're just like, okay, this is fantastic. This is fantastic. This is fantastic. But then narrowing it down to a list of 50 across everything in the landscape, 
Ooh, that is tough. We're going to get some people that are going to be upset for that list, but it's all right. Probably the same way with Lighthearted Gamers episode 50, yeah. where we talked about 50 incredible video games. If you have not checked that out, make sure to do so, as well as just the regular show for Lighthearted Gamers. we got lots of good stuff going on over there, more stuff to come, exciting stuff. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter at NMN Podcast, and for Lighthearted Gamers, go follow us at LH Gamers Podcast. And yo, 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 it's, it, it's coming. It's finally coming. A terrible football show is launching. September 9th. Get excited. Episode one's going to launch. Really excited for that one. Um, and lastly, if you want to support us further, the Patreon is a great way to do so, but don't feel obligated. But, you know, just listen to the show is enough. Be a friend, tell a friend, and we can call it good. All right. With all that said, I got the mouthful out, ran through the entire intro perfectly. Love it. Love to see it. Love to see it. Let's uh, let's go ahead and jump into it. Let's hit the uh, the first piece of news we have here, which is uh, a little bit on, the, on, on a down note, unfortunately. So just recently, I think it was like sometime late last week, a few days ago, whatever, uh, Hunter Hunter just recently passed 1,000 days of no chapter updates. Moment of silence. Moments passed. Yeah. Man, look. So here's my take on this, and I'm sure Josh, you're going to feel the same way as as yeah. a lot of hunter. You, you're the biggest hunter hunter fan on this show between me, Zach, and and yourself. So I'm looking forward to hearing yeah. your thoughts on this. But my 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 take on this is. First and foremost, always prioritize yourself. This is a, a friendly reminder to anyone listening in any form or fashion, whatever you're doing with your life, make sure to prioritize yourself. Prioritize your health, your mental health, physical health, whatever. Prioritize that, and I'm dead serious. So all the props in the world for him all, you know, having to prioritize his health because of you know, his physical health, and I'm not knocking that at all. I'm not sitting here beating the table saying, let's get a chapter out, because obviously I'm not even a Hunter Hunter fan to begin with. But what I, mm-hmm. I, I am saying is, it's just in the series. Just just call it done. Uh, and just call it done or just go ahead and look to hire someone to do the art and you just do the story, right? I understand he wants to do it himself. I get it. I mean, you know, his wife, of course, did Sailor Moon. So, you know, there is some backup there, and I'm sure she'd be willing to help. I'm sure she has offered in the past. Uh, but at this point, man, a thousand chapters, um, a thousand days gone of no chapter update, just in just in the series, you know, or in the series, yeah. or having have an artist take over. Because here's the thing about you know the artist taking over, I I guarantee you, there is plenty of young, unbelievably talented artists that grew up with Hunter Hunter that would kill for the opportunity to draw this manga in Weekly Shonen Jump. Josh, you as yeah. a Hunter Hunter fan, how, how does it make you feel that we've passed a, hun- a thousand days of no chapter updates? And, and just what's your thoughts on the state of the series? And, and where would you like to see it go? Obviously, you'd like to see it finish, but due to the circumstances, are you on the same boat as me, or, do, or are you on a different stance here? Well, so it, it has been a thousand days since the last chapter, which is really sad. Um, but, you know, at this point, kind of not noticeable because um, you tend to forget that it's actually a still ongoing manga that's shown in jump list on it. <laughs> that's, true. Roster. that's big true. <laughs> um, so as far as it goes, like if where it's, if it just ends, then there's never a new chapter. I'm fine with it because, you know, that's, that's it. Like, you know, I, w- I won't get any more. It's, there's not a like, where it's at right now since it's been so long it's not like you know i'm chomping at the bit because you know this the new arc that you know had started it, it is kind of rough to get into so you know 
I always see it in, you know, with Gone, Gone finding his dad and, you know, Hisoka uh, finally having his match with Krolo. Like, that's kind of where I see it. And yeah, there's a lot of storylines that are unresolved, but it is what it is. Um, as far as him just like throwing in the towel, I don't see him doing that. I, I from what know. I understand, like he's he's very determined to finish it, and and I can't verify this, but I did read that his wife had vowed that she would she would finish it if he couldn't, um, okay. because like you like you said, you know she did Sailor Moon. She's basically the backup artist for for Hunter Hunter since the beginning. So you know if anyone can finish it, it would be her. True. Um, I have 100% faith in it. And as far as like him getting a new artist, I, I think that's part of the problem is he wants to do the art right? as much as the story. Um, and you're right. There's probably a plethora of young artists that would love to jump, like, jump at the chance for this. And it worked out well with, you know, Dragon Ball Super. Um, I feel like it's working out pretty well with Boruto. So who knows? Maybe that's something that could happen in the foreseeable future. I'm sure there's enough written that, you know, it probably could start serialization again if, you know, an artist was there to pick it up. Right. Um, but what, at, at the end of the day, while I'm bummed, I mean, it just, it is what it is now. It, it's nowhere near like, you know, if One Piece was to go on hiatus for a thousand days. Oh yeah, that would kill where, you. <laughs> that would kill me because, you know, I've been way more invested in that. I've been more invested in that longer right. than Hunter Hunter. But, right. you know, Hunter Hunter's been out about as long, so... You know, it's crazy to think that. Yeah, it really is. And one thing that uh, you said that really does reign true is that a lot of times, unless you're a diehard Hunter Hunter fan, you forget the shit's ongoing. I forget all the yeah. time until I see some like manga sales up lifetime update for current Shonen Jump series, and I see Hunter Hunter there at number two, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's technically ongoing. I forgot. For like lifetime sales of Shonen Jump, I think it's One Piece at one and Hunter Hunter yep. at two. I know I'd because uh, we're doing the what's top five in Japan right now, and I just randomly looked up like what's top in America right now, and Hunter Hunter Volume One is right there on top, right behind Chainsaw Man. So yeah, it's still very popular around the world. So yeah, it, it is. Which which is it, it's wild and not wild to think about. It's wild just because of how much like us is doing this show, and we're we've become more manga readers, knowing just how long it's been gone out of this realm. But just still seeing its popularity really sings for how great the series is. Um, you know, obviously, I'm I'm not a fan of Hunter Hunter. I've never gotten into it, but I, I would for I would I do acknowledge its legendary status. I do acknowledge how great of a series that it is, and I would love to see it finished. You know, for that reasoning. I mean, it's a legendary series. Let's finish it. But at this point, man, it's just like just either end it or just figure something else out, man. I like, I don't know. It's just kind of knowing your limitations, you know. And yeah. I, I feel like we've reached a point where, you know. We'll we'll probably never see it from him again, in my opinion. I do I do think there will be a come a point where he will finally throw in the towel. It's just a matter of when. Uh, and when I say it's throw in the towel, I mean in terms of like just him finally just realizing that hey, I, I just can't you know stand and do this. I can't sit and do this. Whatever. Yeah, I, I think it's one of the things where the fan base is pretty much accepted that it may never come back. Yeah, that's true. But there's too. always that it's always that glimmer of hope that you know one day we can just get surprised with you know, just like an announcement of like, oh, hey, we've got like 300 new chapters to put out. <laughs> that would that would be some shit. That would be some shit, dude. 
Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, this is something that uh, you know we don't get updates on very often, but whenever we do, we'll talk about it. But I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, one update that we did get this past week is we got to see a, some live action photos from the uh, Netflix Cowboy Bebop uh, with a release date as well of November nineteenth. Uh, Josh, did you did you have any opinion on these photos? Did uh, anything? Did it look good to you? What you know? What was your what was your general thoughts? <laughs> you know, that's it's funny you should mention that. So it actually does look really good. Like the, the characters are pretty much spot on, like in terms of like style and stuff. It's definitely not a Dragon Ball Evolution type thing where you're like, these are supposed to be the characters. Listen, we don't talk about Dragon Ball Evolution, okay? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, and and as far as like anime adaptations go, Cowboy Bebop is one that definitely is very doable. That's what and I so said. They got, they got the looks down. I feel like, you know, it's something that, that could work. Now, it's funny you mentioned my thoughts, because as soon as I saw the first picture, I was like, it's weird that Pine got cast, but Ed didn't. Because Ed's, like, not a big character, but bigger, a more important character to the story than Ayn is. So that was, oh, I guess not. Now that I think about it, it's been a minute since I watched Cowboy Bebop. But yeah, it was just weird to me that they had, they had put Ayn the Corgi in it, but not Ed the Hacker. Shout out to the Corgi, though. I saw a yeah. lot of comments online where people were talking about the the characters, and they would highlight the Corgi. It's just like, well, at least they got one character, right? <laughs> a lot of people I were mean, not, not too happy with the characters, honestly, which yeah. they're never I going mean, to be. Let's be real. Yeah. Live action, anime, anything, like, it can be f- absolutely beautiful, right? Like, let's say one, the One Piece coming from Netflix. Let's say it looks absolutely stunning. Live action anime is like in the same realm of Pokemon fans. You will never find you will never find people happy. It's that simple. <laughs> yeah, like there's always going to be that group of people that are just like you ruined my childhood. Yes, which is very fair. But at the same time, like as bad as most anime adaptations are, you you got to give them a chance because there's always that chance where it is actually going to be really good. Right. And, you know, you'll broaden your horizons. You get something else to watch. Even if they completely, like, do a brand new story and don't follow the anime, like, scene for scene, you get more content. Yeah. Because a lot of the people involved in Cowboy Bebop are also involved in the anime, or in the live-action adaptation. So, if it's a brand new story, that's that's more content for Cowboy Bebop. I, you know, I see that as a win. It's, I don't know, you know if it's stated like how exactly it's going to go kind of like, you know, with the one piece, they're like, okay, well the first season we're going to cover the East blue. So like, you know, if they fuck that up then you'll, you'll definitely know. Right. So, you know, it's, I'm actually more excited for it now than I was when it was announced last year. That's fair. Uh, me personally, I, I, I want to check it out because of what you said of giving stuff a chance, you know, broadening horizon and stuff. Uh, and I might. Uh, it's just I was never a Cowboy Bebop fan. That's just yeah, that's, that's just fair. the truth. I, I just wasn't. I, I still may give it a shot because I'm with you. I, I want to give these live-action adaptations that are, are made here in the West. Let me specify that because stuff over in Japan is like home run after home run. All right, The Ronio Kenshin movies, fantastic. The Death Note movies, fantastic. The Tokyo Avengers movie, I cannot express how much I want to watch that damn movie. Like, that all looks dope. All right, it's just the stuff that's made over here. All right, it is where it gets a little sketch. Um, but I, I'm with you. It's like, let's let's give it a shot. Let's keep it, let's keep it moving because sooner or later... Sooner or later, we're going to hit the home run, okay? We are. Yeah. 
sooner or later. Because I, I relate it somewhat similar to comic book movies. I say somewhat because obviously there was some really good, successful movies prior to the MCU. I personally, obvi- I, Spider-Man 1 and 2, fantastic. Spider-Man 3, so-so. Uh, the X-Men movies, the first three are okay. You know, the re- I mean, the, the X-Men movies as a, as a whole are just kind of mediocre, minus a couple. Yeah. Right? You know, the Blade movies... Ah, they're all right, but like you know, the Hulk movie, the the 2003 one, that one, that movie sucked, you know. And then Iron Man came, and 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 it kicked off what we've had. And now you know, every movie, movie after movie is a banger, right? Sooner or yeah. later, sooner or later, we will get the Iron Man of anime movies, where it will be like, okay, this is it. This is a good live action movie or series. It'll happen eventually. It's just a matter of when. And, and Cowboy Bebop could be it. Like I said, yeah. I mean, as, as far as adapting goes, it's. It's very easy. There's I no agree. no reason to be like, you know, this couldn't have been, you know, a live action TV show to begin with, like Firefly. Right. So it's, you know, it's it's something I feel more comfortable with like being excited for than I am for let's say the live action One Piece or even the live action My Hero Academia movie that's coming apparently. Yeah, true. I I literally, you know, no hope for <laughs> for those. And they could you know, they could surprise me too, but as far as we're going now, Cowboy Bebop is the most exciting live action adaptation that we've had in a while. Yeah, and and I agree with you. That that was kind of my take on it uh, the entire time. Is that I just think because of what Cowboy Bebop is, it does feel like it's easier to do. Um, now I'm also low key excited for the Yu Hakusho Show live action uh, series being made by Netflix. That's one that I am excited for personally. Uh, we've gotten to see some images out there, whatever, and uh, you know the images that we saw. Uh, we saw Yusuke, for example, and uh, Yusuke looked like Yusuke. Pl- yeah, plain out and simple. Can't say anything better than that. Hey, he looks like Yusuke. It looks legit. So that that's one that I'm excited for. That I feel like could potentially be not as horrendous to do. I don't know. We'll we'll see. Uh, I mean, that's one that I'm looking forward to. I, I may check out Cowboy Bebop. You know, just give it a chance. I because I'm with you. I do want to see. I want to see live action succeed for these series, man. I really do. But it's the question, will they ever succeed? I we'll get the Iron Man eventually. It's just a matter of yeah. when. It's just a matter it's of almost, when. It's almost like one of the last forms of media, aside from video games, that you know really hasn't ha- has its shining moment yet. True. Like comic books got theirs, books have theirs, you know. You know, you could make an argument for video games, I guess, if you really wanted to. Because I guess some of them aren't bad. I enjoyed Detective Pikachu. Um, Detective two murder movies, I remember. Except for yeah, the, I, remember I, the, I thought the ending, the whole plot for the I, ending was whack. Oh, yeah, it was trash. But still, I mean, it was good for yeah. what it was. At least um, everything looked good. Let's let's talk about that. Everything looked incredible. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, you know, anime is one of those last ones. And it, yep. it's funny that you're, like, you know, excited for Yu Yu show considering... You just said that the Japanese versions are always way better. You Hogger Show is mainly going to be it's going to be a Japanese like produced and cast, whereas Cow Bebop was more Western. Well, that, ex- that explains my excitement then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Well, still talking about Netflix here. Uh, we did get a little piece of news this week that uh, they are going to be making an animated series for Lore Olympus. If you do not know what Lore Olympus is, Lore Olympus is one of the biggest webtoons on the face of this planet. It is one of the biggest series out there. It's consistently at the top in uh, you know rankings and you know who's reading. It is a romance series, and it is just always considered one of the goats so for it to finally get its time to get a uh an animated series on the way it's cool to see uh, i'm looking forward to seeing what other webtoons is going to be the next ones to get you know brought up to the plate for an anime you know we've we've seen a lot more webtoons get uh live adaptations like let's say sweet home for netflix uh we've seen the three from crunchyroll with tower of god god of high school and noblesse uh now we're seeing lore olympus and uh we know that a soul leveling you know live action of something is happening which I, still pisses me off i want that to be known Soul leveling should deserves an anime first uh, but I, I am curious of what could be next for Webtoon series. You know, could we see uh, Weak Hero? Could we see El Cid? Could we see some of these other really popular romance Webtoons out there like Down to Earth, Let's Play, Mage and Demon Queen, and more? You know, so, you know, it, it will be uh, definitely interesting to see what comes out of Webtoons. Webtoon is it's getting its foot in the door. And I, and I got to say, I love to see it because, man, I'll be honest, out of, all, out of everything that I read, Every single week. Right now, my hero is at the top for my most excited. But once you include Webtoons, man, I got to say, Webtoons are like probably taking up the remainder of my top five right now. Uh, I, I'm having a great time with Webtoons. They're, they're fantastic. I love, I love these stories, dude. So shout out to Lore Olympus getting an animated series uh, coming from Netflix. Hopefully it doesn't eat ass. Um, we do have a release date for My Hero Academia World Heroes Mission here in the West. It will be coming out October 29th. Uh, we here at Animan Plus are currently planning to go see the movie, and we'll be giving our full thoughts on that, just like we did the Demon Slayer movie. So make sure to check out for that. And also, if you want to go see the movie, make sure to watch for tickets. It should be going on sale at some point in the future. Um, Red Hood, a new series for Shonen Jump series that us three really like. We've raved about it. I've seen other you know, and you know, anime manga YouTubers raving about it, you know, you know, chap a chapter one, like, Hey, yo, check this out. So it seems like, you know, Hey, we, we got one, we got a hit, right? That's what it seems like. Um, but it's getting a 23 page increase in chapter eight. Now that could mean absolutely nothing because I do want to point out that for this upcoming issue, um, that chapter it's going to be in, uh, it is actually pretty high up on the, on the, uh, the lineup, which, as we know, the lineup is very important. So this 23-page increase could be nothing. But what it could be as well could be a setup for getting axed because that's something that we've seen a lot before. Yeah. We've seen it with Ball Parade. We've seen it with Phantom Seer. You know, any series that's leading up for an axe, they'll get it page increases to try to wrap up the story in some capacity. And that could be what this is here. That could be what this is here is that it could just be like, you know, hey, you're not being received super well. So start, you know, let's, let's start speeding up for you to get wrapped up here in the next five to six weeks. I really yeah, hope that's not the case. Uh, Red Hood, I think, has a lot of potential. I think the art's fantastic. I'm loving what we're seeing out of the characters. I would hate if this got axed. Like, the, out of everything that's gotten axed, the, the one that I'm most salty about is still Phantom Seer. But this is going to be a close second in terms of salt. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, "Ooh, that!" Because it, it is—it's higher than Jujutsu Kaisen, which is notable that right. that high school family are, you know, I think five and six, and Jujutsu Kaisen seven. Yep. Um. So that's you know that's notable. 
but the the page increase is kind of alarming just because you know wild every now and then yes chapters get pages increased page increases like i think bill king got one it got axed i think it gravity boys got one it got axed phantom seer fall parade candy flurry got one and you we all know that it's kind of on the chopping block so it is kind of scary um i think the good news for that is though now that chapter seven is i believe that was the last chapter chapter seven's out yep that's that's volume one right there so sure. we'll be seeing a volume one soon and i think if they they give it another let's say seven chapters um maybe by then volume one will be out or coming out and we can start seeing, you know, kind of what the sales on it are going to be. And maybe the sales, you know, can, can save it. I mean, I, obviously it didn't save Phantom Seer, but yeah, I, Shit, I, yeah. I personally think Red Hood's a really, you know, really good. And, you know, we're, we're getting somewhere good now that, you know, kind of the, the introduction arcs over. Yeah. And, I saw someone on Twitter say this. It almost seems like Shonen Jump is kit hunting. And they're just giving everything enough of a chance to see if it's going to be a big hit or not. And then behind the scenes acting it before, you know, it kind of gets its time to shine. With the exception of Elusive Samurai. Yeah. Elusive Samurai, they have pretty much made it known that that is their, that is their next hopeful. Yeah, I mean, by them delaying the first volume for as long as they did because of the slow start of the series really sings a lot. Plus, it's also because it's a veteran author, you know. Yeah. It's a veteran author who had a very successful series with Shonen Jump, um, you know. But in terms of, like, looking for the next hit, you know, obviously Blue Box is set up to be a next hit. Um, and you're right, they are hit hunting. And, you know, one thing I got to say about this, I want to stress, this could mean absolutely nothing. It just couldn't. But it's just based on us you know, here at this show, at least being very, I guess, in tune with everything going on in the manga industry and us seeing this stuff happen. That's where we just want to bring it to your attention that how this, this is kind of alarming, but it could be nothing, but you know, it'd be some shit, Josh. What would be some shit is if red hood does get because Like, let's say the sales just eat ass, but then Nero just pops the fuck off. That would be some shit to happen to us. Cause me and you both are just very critical of this series. Yeah. And what's funny, like, you know, like with like you said, we're in no way experts, but we've been doing Animan for well over a year now. Yep. Or Animan, well, yeah, starting with the original Animan, and we've we don't gone talk through, about that. We've it's, gone it's through the Dragon Ball evolution of this show. It is, but we've gone through plenty. Of, but what it's taught us is we've gone through plenty of series that we thought were going to be, you know, the next big thing, and then, you know, they get axed. Yep. And then something else, High School Family, goes on forever. So maybe we're not very good you know, at this. Maybe we're not. I, we do have some hits, though. We do have some hits. Fair. So, we do. You know, it's one of the things where like, it could be nothing, but from our experience, it's telling us, like, this, is, this isn't looking too great. It's just a red flag is the best way to put it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just a red flag. I mean, I hope it doesn't get axed, but, I mean, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Um, all right, so the next piece of news that we got here is let's talk about some awards. Um, so, Josh, how would you pronounce this again? Uh, let me pull it up. Uh, Sugi no Kuru? Uh-huh. Does that sound right? Sugi no Kuru? Uh, Sugi no Kuru, um... Close enough, right? Yeah, Sugi, Sugi no Kuru. 
Close enough. Sugi-no-kuru, something like that, yeah. We'll, we'll call it that. Close enough. Anyway, the Sugi-no-kuru uh, manga awards, we had uh, physical and digital category. Let's run through some of the the winners and nominees here. Uh, some notable ones, of course, that you may know. Uh, so the winner for the physical category is actually called uh, Osho no Ki. Uh, it's in a weekly show. It's weekly Young Jump, actually. I've never heard of this series, but apparently it's popping off. Good for them. But here's some notables yeah. that you may know that is that was uh, in the that was in the running, uh, was nominated, and got ranked. Coming at number five, Shangri-La Frontier. Number six, Loose Samurai. Number seven, Kubo Won't Let Me Be Invisible. Number eight, Blue Box. Number nine, Sakamoto Days. Number twelve, Witch Watch. Okay. Number thirteen, Me and Roboco. And number fifteen, Moggy Chan. So shout out to all of them. Shout out to the winner. Uh, shout out to Witch Watch being at twelve. Okay. All right. Respect. Respect. Not, yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that. Once upon a I time. I would not have guessed that, but I guess that further shows that we are definitely not the experts. But, you know, anyway, but the digital category, though, that's where we got you. Uh, digital category, the winner was Kaiju number eight. And coming in at second place is Dan to Dan. Uh, no surprise to see Kaiju number eight coming in first for the digital category. Kaiju number eight has been popping off over the past yeah. year, and it's going to continue to pop off. And that's how Dan to Dan has been recently. Is Dan to Dan has completely just popped off and blown up all over the place, especially since it has now been added to Manga Plus for English readers like ourselves. So let's talk about yeah. it. Let's, let's just jump over there. Let's talk about Dan to Dan. Josh, what's your thoughts on this series? The series is a giant meme, and I'm here for it, and I love it. Same. First off, I want to say, though, Kaiju number eight is one of the ones we got right. That is correct. So. We've been on the <laughs> Kaiju number eight train since, like, day one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on to Dan to Dan, it is... I personally really enjoy it, and I see why it's getting so much love um you know in japan it's it's one of those it's like it's wild it's out there you know it's, that's true you know <laughs> it's kind of uh it's kind of got like the humor style of like you know a lot of 90s stuff like shin chan right or early 2000s um and the art the art's amazing like it's it's not really that cartoony art you expect it's more like you know trying to be realistic um but uh, like it's it's definitely good it's one of the few things like i they released all 21 chapters monday and by the time i was home monday i had finished all 21 chapters like i i hated putting it down to go back to work it was it was that good yeah i i I totally agree with you man it is really wild, and it is really out there, but it is such a fun read, man. There were so many moments like where I was just busting my ass laughing to the same level oh. that I get with Mashal, you know, because I, I laugh my ass off at Mashal a lot, and it's the same thing with this series, man. It, it is just completely wild and out there of our pro tag, you know, being raised by this by her grandmother who is like a spiritual medium, and she doesn't believe in ghosts and spirits, whatever. Uh, but meanwhile, she meets That's, this meets this kid who uh, she believes in ghosts and spirits. It's UFOs. She doesn't believe. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's that she believes in it, but she all it's the thought always crossed her mind that her she thought her grandma was full of shit. 
is what it is. Yeah. That's what that's what I was referring to. Is that the thought always I crossed her that. mind that she you know, she thought her grandma was full of shit, whatever. Then she meets this kid who's like fully believing in aliens and UFOs and she's like, Nah, that shit ain't real. And he's like, Well spirits is not real. So they go with a bet with each other where the, he goes to like a haunted place, she goes to a place where aliens are commonly there. And then we get one of the best lines I've ever I've ever read in a manga because of how much it just absolutely murdered me. It caught me off guard to levels that I cannot even begin to express. It just was complete left field. By no means would I, I ever anticipated this to come. Hey, Josh. Yeah. I'll let you suckle my teats if you let me gobble your schlong. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. When that happened, I lost it. Oh, my God. That was incredible. <laughs> So our our male protag here, man, he goes into this, you know, the haunted tunnel, whatever, and he encounters like this, you know, this ghost of an old lady who's named Turbo Granny, which love <laughs> love that simple love stupid name. name, by the way, love it. It's so good. Yeah, and and she just turns around and looks at this dude dead on. She's like, "I'll let you suckle my teats if you let me gobble your schlong," and he's just like, "A ghost!" and he's like, tries running away. Oh my god, I I was in tears. I was in literal <laughs> tears. <laughs> <laughs> same here like just reading through it i was just i was laughing my ass off and then when she she encounters the aliens and they start talking about like how they're abducting her because she's a female and yeah yeah you know they're all cloned and stuff and they're only doing it because they need banana organs i was like that's the fucking funniest thing i've ever read and then he just like whips out this like mechanical dick and i was like Damn, I love this. <laughs> oh man, it, it's 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 such a it really is a fun read. Like it, it's it's very out there as you can tell from us talking about it. Like it, like Josh said, it is so far out there in what the series is trying to do. But it's like nonstop comedy, and like it's yeah. nonstop comedy, and like the characters, like like the dynamic between our two characters is honestly like for it being only twenty one chapters in so far. Dude, it, it's such a fun little read to watch these two get closer, you know, where it's like you almost it, it's like there's a, like that possible romantic vibe there, right? Where they oh, yeah. they really want to talk to each other. They start to become really close. Like in, in such a quick short time watching the development between these two is super cool, you know, and I it doesn't feel horribly rushed in, in my opinion. Cuz that's one oh, yeah. that's one area that manga it's tougher for manga than, let's say, like a romance webtoon. A romance webtoon can take 50,000 years uh, for two characters to really get close and do their thing, right? For manga, it needs to be a little bit more sped up, and that's understandable because of the nature and the market that manga is. But if for 21 chapters, for the kind of the bond that's being developed between these two, it doesn't feel rushed. It feels very natural, and it feels very smooth, and it's a really fun dynamic to read between these two. And their chemistry is just like yep. it's great because like that's half the comedy is like their their banter with each other. You're true, and it's and it's so good. Like, and it you know a lot of a lot of manga try to do stuff like that, and it, and it really doesn't work. And you know to to build a series around just the banter alone is is just really great. Awesome Where, shout out to the grandma. Shout out to the grandma. I was just about to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
you know, her introduction, I kind of want to talk about it because it was actually really funny reading it because I didn't see the incoming where she's just like telling this dude's fortune. And she's like, you're 25 or 27. He's like, nope, I'm 20. It's like, you you have a child. He's like, nope, don't have any kids, never married. And she's like, you like ramen. He's like, nope, I love curry. And then at the end, he's just like, <laughs> it comes to life that this actor is actually 27 years old and has a secret love child. And she's like, now I just admit that you like ramen over curry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, I loved that introduction, man. That was absolutely incredible. <laughs> I didn't see it circling back because the entire chapter, I thought she was just like a gigantic fraud. And then when that hit, I was just like, so good. Yes, yes. And dude, she is a, she is a savage, man. She's a savage. Like I, It's fantastic uh, seeing her just kind of like go off on people and just be – you know, just really out up front about stuff. Cause, uh, so when it comes to this turbo granny plot, right. When, uh, our, our, when our pro tag runs away, whatever, he does get his schlong stolen. So he currently does not have a penis for X amount yeah. of chapters and they're trying to get his penis back. Well, they managed to get his penis back and he thought all was fine. All was well, whatever went on with his life. Then he realizes he has no balls. So then when he comes back to him, he, he points it out to him, and the, the grannies is like, this is why I wanted you to show me your dick, because I wanted to make sure if you got your balls back, but you didn't show me. And then uh, he was just like, well, when my rod came back, I just didn't think anything of it. And she's like, she's like, rod my ass more like a pencil, you little twerp. And I'm like, God damn, yeah. this woman's a savage. <laughs> I guess you should explain the story more, too. So yes, he when he runs away from Turbo Granny, he ends up stealing his schlong and putting a curse on him, and basically the curse turns him into Turbo Granny, and he's able to control it with um I forgot her name I know he's called the Colt Coon, yeah Momo. Uh, she realizes she has actually she actually has psychic powers, and she's able to control his curse just a little bit so he can take on you know this kind of cursed form. Um. The gods. <laughs> it just made me think about when they're like, when they're fighting the silky, the acrobatic silky, and she's just like, "Go beat him up like you normally. Go beat her up like you normally do." And he's like, "I haven't beat anyone up. I bit somebody and I ran. That's all I've done so far." Right. It's really funny to me because he's just like making him out to like be this badass. But anyway, yeah, his curse lets him, you know, take take the power from the Turbo Granny and, you know, become more or less this cursed superhuman. He's you know, super fast, but he gets, he just gets really bummed out. Yeah, he does. He just gets brutally depressed. (laughs) He's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'd rather just go die. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, this series is, it's, it's a treat. It really is. Like, yeah, if you guys haven't checked it out yet, I definitely recommend downloading the manga plus app and giving this series a read. Cause this is, I, I see why it's popping off, as Josh said. I get it. Because of how yeah. far out there it is, and the comedy is just pure, pure gold. In 21 chapters, the, the amount of times that I've had to just, like, put my phone down and I'm just, like, covering my face, almost crying of laughter, <laughs> is an obsessive amount for 21 chapters. Like, this is so stupid, dude. But I love it. I love it. Love it. This is yeah. one of my favorite reads right now, by far. Yeah, it's, it's like that, that mix of, like, you know, shown in action like supernatural romance and comedy yes, it's, yes. It's, it's basically got everything it has everything you could possibly want and more 
yeah. Talking about and, keats and songs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In that last chapter, when you're like, why are you guys coming after me? Like, because <laughs> you have a very well-endowed banana organ. <laughs> you know, that's where his power comes from. It killed me. Uh, yeah, if you if you want to read it, I highly suggest Manga Plus because uh, it's it's completely free. Every chapter is on there. If you read it on Viz or the Shonen Jump app, you actually have to log in online. It's web only. Yep. Uh, because it is a, a obviously a more mature uh, manga. True. Bingo. All right. Well, how about we top over to our anime talks for the week? Um, I, w- I really wish I would have remembered Zach wouldn't be here. I, I really do because I would have loved to actually watch, sit down and watch Dragon Quest with no, with no contact. With no context. You know, at least when I watched a couple episodes of One Piece when you weren't going to be here like a month or two ago, I had context. I read it, of course. But yeah. I, I, I really wish I would have watched Dragon Quest because I would have loved to just go in there blind and explain it very blindly. It's like, well, I don't know what this guy's <laughs> doing, but this is happening. But anyway, missed opportunity. I'm a great host of this show. I'm great at remembering. You guys know this. Uh, so let's first talk about. Talk about My Hero, I guess. My Hero Academia. All right, yeah. Talk about it. We're finally here. Oh, boy. We're finally at My Villain Academia. But gosh, damn, it feels like it has no heart. It feels like it got shafted. It just, I mean, we know it got shafted in terms of just episode count. Um, But, like, just watching this episode, it really did just feel, like, almost empty in a way. Yeah, it just. Like you said, we we all knew it was going to get shafted. They completely fudged it all up. Um, and what's even worse is to make it to where the anime fell more in line with World Hero Mission. They gave away a lot of stuff. And I've said it before, but we know the payoff for this now. Yeah. I mean, it's if you don't know after this episode what the payoff is, like you obviously haven't wa- been watching it or paying attention because... It's, it's clearly there. You know the results. So there's even the episode started out with one of the payoffs for this arc. Yeah. So which I thought was just, wild. Yeah. Just like just starting just starting it out like, hey, this is gonna happen. Like, so you're right. So it felt like it didn't have any heart. It felt like it was just kind of it's it's there because it is in the manga. It's canon and like. I don't know how many episodes are left in this season. Uh, I, I know five, maybe, maybe five. So we have five episodes to kind of blow through a lot of stuff, but at the rate they're going with it, like, I mean, I could see them doing it in five episodes. Um, some of the things that missed from the manga is uh, like finding out that the league of villains is basically living on the lamb and they're dirt poor. Um, so like I, there was a line where Shigaraki said, you know, told the doctor he's like thankful for his financial backing when really there's no context for that because you don't know that they're poor, that they need financial backing. Also, there is like, five more episodes. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm curious how the next five episodes are going to go, but yeah, at this point, if, if I didn't know what was coming next in My Hero Academia. I probably would have, and I was only watching anime. I would have dropped it, to be honest, to be so real about it. And you know, I don't want to like tramp. Huh? No, go ahead. 
I know I was just going to say, I don't want to like trample anybody's feelings or anything because I know a lot of people like my hero. I know it's the most popular anime probably in the world right now, at least in America. Um, but yeah, if I was just an anime only viewer, I, I can't, I can't see me getting through the rest of the season. That's fair. That's fair. This, I mean, coming into this season, we knew it was going to be like the worst season of the anime, but we didn't think it was going to be bad per se. And I don't think it's been bad. I'll, I'll let me stress that. I really don't. Uh, but it's definitely been, it, it's not bad, but I, it's worse than what I was expecting. But, you know, it's yeah. not its not that I was expecting things to be poor, obviously. I, I went in with the expectations, okay, this will be a fun season. Uh, you'll have a couple of really cool moments. Um, you know, animation will obviously look great as always, you know, but next season's going to be super cool. You know, I, I knew, it was like, all right, well, based on what we've had in the past and this, yeah, it'll be the weakest, but it'll still be fun. But, you know, even with those expectations, it's still disappoints you know like i just feel like the season's been very mediocre uh the what was supposed to be the climax the the top of the top really just got shafted and you know it's like you said it was because of the the movie that's what it came down to was uh them wanting to line up the endeavor arc with the movie um and it's unfortunate and i just i just hope that nothing goes wrong with the next season that's one thing like I know this was a one-off, man. We've we, we up to this point, we have not had a bad My Hero Academia season. We have not had anything yeah. bad in My Hero Academia anime up to this point. Regardless of your feelings on a couple of like more minor arcs, like the festival arc and stuff like that, minus like little tidbits like that, we have not had anything bad in the anime. You know, and as manga readers, like I said, we knew coming in this season, these three, you know, at least two of these arcs are going to be a little lackluster, um, and. I just, even though that is the case, there I can't help but have a small smidge and a little bit of fear that okay, well, what if the next season somehow gets fucked, like it gets super rushed or something? Like maybe they try to fit in what's coming plus some some stuff that's coming after what we just finished up. Like what if they try to squeeze all that into one season? It's just like, please don't rush the next season. Next season's going to be the best season of My Hero Academia so far. Please don't rush it. Yeah, <laughs> and like. I think a lot of stuff too that didn't help is they extended things that probably they didn't need to extend. They added filler episodes, which you know it's not really necessary because at the point there are in the in the anime, they had a lot to go with with the manga. So there was really no point for like the Selkie episode. It was just filler to have filler to you know make Endeavor last a little bit longer to reach the release date of the movie is what it feels like. And you know for anime only viewers that are wondering why we're complaining. It's because the way this should have gone was it should have been, you know, the class 1A versus class 1B. Then it would have been, if I'm not mistaken, then it would have been my villain academia. Yep. And then the Endeavor agency arc and uh, President Mike and Racerhead very last. That last is how, how it should have gone. And because, you know, the my villain academia it set up a lot of stuff that happened afterwards. Yeah. So like at this point in the, the anime, like, you know, Hawks shouldn't be where Hawks is now, or you should know about a lot of the stuff Hawks has revealed, I guess, without me going too much into it because that was the payoff for the villain art. That was one of them. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, feel like that's a spoiler anymore because 
it's not because we know. Yeah. So it's a lot of my feelings on it. And I'm pretty much in the same boat. I mean, it is what it is at this point. Um, you know, I'm still going to personally finish the season out, see how it, see how it ends. Hopefully, these next couple episodes are dope. Like I said, we got five more, and um, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see how it all plays out. Um, but just hopefully, next season won't get shafted in some form because next season, anime only fans, you guys are not ready for what's coming. The next season is absolutely insane. It's wild. It is. It is. Um, next up, let's talk about One Piece, uh, 988. What do we got going on over there, Josh? Well, you know, this actually wasn't, like, super fluffy like it, like it normally is. Okay. One Piece lately has been super fluffy. Stuff is extended that doesn't need to be extended. Um, yeah, this one did have some fluff, but more or less it was, you know, the introduction of Marco the Phoenix into Wano, uh, because we know previously that Chad Viper had um, had gone to try to recruit the rest of the Whitebeard Pirates to, to help out at, in the raid. Um, and so, you know, we get the, the introduction to, to Marco um, through the Big Mom Pirates uh, climbing the waterfall to get into Wayno um, for the second time because the first time King had knocked him down. And uh, this time they, they're going up and they think it's King again and it's, you know, it's a silhouette of Marco. And then he just knocks him back down again. Um, and then we also get, you know, a shot in the submarine with Law and the um, the scabbards, um, where Cat Viper tells them that he's on on his way, and they're like, "But you know, it's happening right now. You're not going to make it." He's like, "I'll make it. I'll be there and just hangs up on him." <laughs> um, <laughs> which is really funny. Um, yeah, the rest of the episode is actually the one good thing I can say about a lot of this fluff is I really enjoy Luffy's oral con- content because they're both idiots. True. It, it just, <laughs> it just, it really makes me happy. So there's a there's a point in this episode where you know, Kid and Killer Zoro and uh, Luffy are, are running to find Kaido, and Luffy's telling Kid to quit fighting Apu because you know. They're, they're there for Kaido. Like, don't focus on him. Focus on this. Right. It's like, you, you guys are gonna just going to go the wrong way and get lost and stuff. And then it, it shows Luffy and Zoro just standing in front of the wall. It's like, we took a wrong turn, didn't we? It's like, guess we got to go around because we can't just bust through this wall. And Zoro's like, but if I can if I can cut through this wall quietly, you know, nobody will ever know. And just, like, pulls out Emma and does this, like, huge splash and knocks the wall down. And the other side is just nothing but a bunch of beast pirates. It, it was actually kind of funny. I did. Um, I did see that as a as a meme, and I got a good laugh out of it. Yeah, it <laughs> it was really good. Um, another part of this episode was uh, Conjuro finally making his way to uh, no, I forgot his name, Orochi, making his way to Orochi uh, with Momosuke. So that's kind of where the episode leaves off, um, and. Uh, Basically everything else was fluff. It was like Luffy practicing his uh, his new like form of hockey and stuff like that. So you know, I hope as we get more into the raid, a lot of this filler is going to be more actual content that we didn't see in the manga than it has been. But I'm, I'm just thankful it wasn't a comma flashback for the first time in like 16 episodes. Right on, right on. 
Um, well, next up, we got good old Dragon Quest episode 46 that Zach would cover. Um, I would can only assume that Pop was a bitch. Uh, Hunkel probably did something really cool. Uh, Die probably did something that doesn't make sense in terms of the reading. Uh, Ma'am was probably annoying in some capacity. Uh, and the rapper guy, I think his name's Flazar, may have done something too. So that's your recap, Dragon Quest episode forty-six. Maybe I don't <laughs> there's know. There's probably a wacky villain. There was probably a wacky villain as well, and probably, of course, no new intro song. Um, all right. So next up, I'll talk about Tokyo Avengers episode twenty. Um, still continuing the bloody Halloween fight, of course. Um, this is uh, this was the episode I believe where, or Josh, correct me if I'm wrong. If it was nineteen. I believe this is the episode where Kisaki saves Mikey. Was that in 19? Because I know you didn't watch 20. Do you remember that in 19, or was that this episode then? It would have been 20, yeah. Okay, yep. So Kisaki comes in, saves Mikey from uh, Kazutoro and, and, and that gang up there, and then you know Kisaki's just like, yo, my division will handle this. Takamichi's, of course, like, no, this is not what we want at all. But then Draken's like, yo, dude, good job. You got Mikey and talking. He's like, "Please, guys, no, this is not. This is not good." <laughs> uh, Baji steps in. You know, gets a good gets a good whack on uh, Kisaki. Fuck Kisaki, that ass hat. Uh, Baji kind of character ever. Yeah, he, <laughs> hey, that it sings. It sings a lot to the character of how well he's yeah. written for sure. Uh, Baji ends up getting knocked back. Uh, Takamichi's trying to stop Baji as well as uh, Chifuya. Because ultimately, you know, Takamichi knows the future that Baji is supposed to die. So he's trying to prevent that from happening. And then we get a shot of where Kazutoro stabs Baji in the back. Um, but, and, you know, Takamichi kind of like tackles Kazutoro out of the way. And, um, you know, Baji plays it off like nothing's wrong. He's like, just a scratch. No big deal. Thanks for saving me. Whatever. Then he does drop the little, the little comment where it's like take care of mikey for me indicating that yo he still gives a shit about you know toman he still gives a shit about mikey you know he really just does want to bring down kisaki as he said whenever he was going to you know smack him in the face with a pipe is i've been waiting for this moment and then baji just goes on a rampage just beating the shit out of everyone gets up to kisaki you know about to lay the final blow and then he just spits up blood and drops to his knees he's like oh well guess this is it yeah it's because he, he did get fatally stabbed uh unfortunately and uh, that that was that was the closing of the episode was where he got fatally stabbed. Um, so next episode is going to be uh, a really hype one for sure, uh, with just how exactly Mikey's going to react, Takamichi's going to react, and things along those lines. So next episode is going to be really fire. But I mean, it was overall a really good episode because um, it was a, just a lot of focus on Baji because of what was to come. Uh, Mikey was kind of out of the picture, of course, uh, in this episode for the most part. Um, uh, then you know we did get the the kind of focus on Kisaki where it's just like you know is Kisaki a nice guy is he a good guy even in this episode you can tell he's not because even in this episode you see him have a phone out and it shows that he was calling Hanma who of course is with uh, Valhalla so I mean even in this episode it still indicates that yeah while he's protecting Mikey he still has you know other motives you know what I mean uh, yeah. But it was a good episode, for sure. And uh, just like uh, My Hero Academia, we only have five episodes left of Tokyo Avengers. Uh, so I'm still very curious where this season's going to end, you know, as all three of us now on this show have are reading the manga. Uh, I'm very curious where this is going to end. I, I see two potential points where it's going to end for this season with five episodes left. Um, and I, I don't know why, but I'm, I'm, I'm honestly kind of leaning towards it's going to end when he comes back to the past, like he's, I think he's going to go back to the future 
and then come back to the yeah. past. I think that's where it's going to end. I really do. I think it's going to end with the handshake that sends him back in time again. I think that's where it's going to potentially end is around that range. Especially considering I, when he comes back, correct me if I'm wrong, Josh, literally the moment he comes back from that, he's in the middle of bowling, right? Yeah. Okay, so yes. I, 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 I think so. I think it's going to end like right as he's coming back and maybe next season kicks off with him getting a strike. <laughs> I, uh, I, ha- I have an idea of when it's going to end. Um, it's not far off from yours, but I'm not going to say it on. Fair. Fair. So, I mean, it, it will be interesting to see where it comes to a close. You know, five episodes there, uh, five episodes of My Hero Academia. Only one episode left of Two Year Eternity. Let's talk about episode 19. And we only got one episode left. Episode 20 is all that's left for this very emotional roller coaster of a damn series that we have. Um, so, this was a. This was one of Fushi's most savage moments, in my opinion, where he just leaves that bitch out in the middle of the ocean and says, yo, I don't know where I went. I just rode out here. If you want to live, good luck. Spawns a boat. Bye. (laughs) And just leaves her tied up in the middle of nowhere. You forgot the most important thing for Fushi's character. He's like, I hate you. Yes. I hate you. Go away. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but no, it was a good episode. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, this episode, you know, kind of coming to it, it officially wraps up the island. Uh, the island arc is what it does. You know, it yeah. wraps up. Um, you know, with all of the uh, the Nokers that they've been fighting against and everything. Um, Hiace does come in, of course, and you know, almost kill Toniri and Fushi saves the day. You know, they they managed to end up taking out all the Nokers where the man in black comes up and says, yo, there's only three left. And Fushi realizes it's the three kids. It's Teneri's friends. Uh, You know, she attempts to try to make the kill, but, you know, he decides to try to do it instead. That's where Hyas kind of comes in and she kind of fucks everything up. Uh, But, you know, the island are coming to a close with the remaining two kids left, Teneri and and the little boy. I can't remember his name. Uh, deciding to stay on the island. And as she put it, if there's any sort of dirty water, she wants to try to clean it is essentially what she put it, try to rebuild the island uh, basically and rebuild what the island could be for people. Um, So it was a nice final wrap up to this arc, um, obviously with ending with Fushi's savage ass moment. One of my favorite savage moments in the series, just leaving this bitch tied up in the middle of the ocean with no island in sight. Like, See ya. Uh, of course, in this episode, there was a couple tidbits that did uh, transpire with Ice as well. One was kind of earlier on where she was initially attacked by a Noker and kind of kind of started talking to it. It's like, oh, you want Fushi as well? You know, it's like, well, you, you can't be aggressive with him. You need to be kind with him like I am. Fuck you, bitch. And, uh, you know, then she ends up just ripping it out like it's nothing. But really, it, yeah. yeah, the only it character responds done to her, that. though. It does. Yeah, it does respond to her. Uh, where it kind of like chills out for a moment and she ends up throwing, ripping it and throwing it out, whatever. And then at the end of the episode where she's left out in the middle of the ocean, you see that Noker, the little brain cell of it, whatever, that weird Majin Buu egg sack thing. Yeah. Um, crawl up into the boat and you get like a far shot of the boat and you just hear her scream because she gets attacked by it. And that is a, that is a massive, that, that right there is a massive plot point for what is to come in future seasons of this series. Um, so, you know, got to see that next episode, which is going to be a nice little wrap up and, um, 
it's going to be the conclusion of um, uh, Pyran's arc. It's going to be her conclusion. Yeah, um, I was about to say, when I watched that, I felt like there was going to be some major feels coming. There is. There's definitely going to be some major feels in the next episode for sure. You know, her arc does come to a close. I'll go ahead and say that. Um, you know, I mean, the preview very heavily indicated that, I, I feel like. Yeah, um, so it, you're going to get a lot of feels the next episode for sure. And I, this is this is about exactly where I thought it was going to end, personally. Um, th- this makes the most perfect sense, especially just because of how this arc kind of went and just also where the, what the intro has teased because we're finally going to get to see one character that's in the intro next episode. So that, that's why I thought that this, you know, where we're ending is going to be like the perfect end spot because, uh, th- you know, this is a, a spoiler. I do apologize. But if I remember correctly, after this episode going into the next season, I do believe there is going to be a time skip. I don't remember for sure, but I think there will be a, 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 some sort of year time skip. I don't remember how many years or anything. Um, so that, that's why this feels like the perfect place for this uh, season to come to a close. Well, Josh, what about uh, Sukumichi? You only got four episodes left of Sukumichi for this season. How's uh, how's episode eight faring for you? Really, only four episodes? Yeah, it's a twelve Wild. episode season. Didn't know that. Um, you know, to be honest with you, I watched both episodes. The episode I didn't watch last week, and this, then this episode this week. I can't remember which episode was. <laughs> I don't remember if it was the one where. Tomway trains the uh, the new or trains the uh, the adventure group from earlier to be the new lead adventures, or if it's the one where they kind of have the uh, the match where they uh, basically make all the different races and in the demi plane like kind of train together. Um, <laughs> to be real with you, <laughs> I'm so bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad at this. <laughs> I am. <laughs> you got the, You got this, man. You got this. Zach believes in you. Yeah, I hope he does because I'm gonna butcher it. Like I said, I watched I watched the episode last week and the episode this week back to back. I honestly I couldn't tell you which one was which, and I don't want to I don't want to run the risk of just re-explaining the episode from last week. I feel like this is a a good sign for how much we rely on Zach on this show. <laughs> Yeah, we we rely on Zach majorly. Hey, he's got show. great memory, man. He does have great memory. Like I, I don't think I have a bad memory about certain things, but then other things, like I, I have a horrible memory on, like lost backstory. Like lost backstory, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, try your best. What what all went down in Sukumichi? All right. Well, in Sukumichi, okay, I remember it now. Um, so oh, the, here we go. The episode from last week is where. They find out that, um, or they they save the the merchant's family, um, and they beat up the number one adventurer in that town. So this episode would be the one where Tomway trains the uh, the previous the, the group that we had met previ- in the previous town to be the new adventurers, and basically makes them kill a bunch of like really strong monsters to prove themselves. Um, at the same time, in the Demi plane. There's um all the basically all the inhabitants of the demi plane are kind of com- complaining about the training. Um, where they're like, 
at least when we train with Tomway and Mio, they give us a chance. They let us at least hit them or something. So like, but the young master, he just starts immediately firing fire arrows as soon as it starts, and he just doesn't give us a chance. And if we somehow somehow survive those, he just like all out assaults us. <laughs> and so, pretty much, I can't remember the, the main character's name at this point because they just call him Young Master the entire time. It's just kind of like feeling super super bad about it because he just he doesn't give anyone a chance. Um, so they end up having a, a spar match between the orcs and the uh, the mist lizards, and in which they pretty much don't declare a winner and just declare everyone being like super weak because they don't train with each other, even though no one's told them to train with each other. They each have their own kind of like space in the plane. Um, Look, there's something else I'm missing. Um, he also tries to start his own shop with the merchant. Um, a lot of a lot of stuff about espionage. I don't really remember. Pass. Pass. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, That's you got the, you, you got the gist. You got the gist of what happened in security. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. About probably 30 seconds ago, I'm just kind of like, dude, I don't even know what he's trying to say right now. <laughs> Yeah, Zach is a crutch on that one. You know what's crazy though is I can tell you what happened in the, like the last twenty episodes of Reincarnated as a Slime because I'm also watching that one. And I guess I'm more invested in that one than I am in Tsukumichi. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. We, we you know, that, that uh, Reincarnated as a Slime that is a currently ongoing weekly series, right? I believe so. I think it's based off a uh, light novel. Yeah, but like, is, is it like this season of anime, or are you just watching some old content? Oh no! Like currently, season two is airing right now. See, uh, we probably should have added that to the script at some point. I know you mentioned it at one point, but it didn't process through my mind that it was currently ongoing. That's on me. Uh, so we should probably add that to the script at some point. And let you talk about that. I mean, if you want to, we can. Like, I can talk about that over Tsukumiji right now. Like, it was a really good episode. It was the, uh, you know, the Beasketeers and Rimuru's army versus uh, Playman's army i'm just kind of jumping in here since i'm gonna assume everyone's watched weird reincarnated as a slime because it's really good <laughs> making a lot of assumptions here bud <laughs> <laughs> no i won't <laughs> we can move on okay well eden zero was on a break this week no episode 20 so that does wrap up our anime talks and i'll probably it is say on netflix now though it is on netflix now so you can go watch eden zero uh i will also say well you know we will probably add uh, uh slime to the ser- uh, lineup next week uh, that you know, something that we could probably do there. So, Josh, what was your favorite episode of the week? I'm actually going to go to your eternity, episode 19. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go to your eternity as well. Right on, man. It was a good episode. It was a good episode. All right, let's hop into uh, some manga chat here. Let's talk about some manga stuff. Well, as I've stated last week, uh, just due to the recording schedule of this show being on Thursdays and the uh, updates that we're getting for the current batches for the Weekly Shonen Jump series, the Weekly Shonen Magazine has yet to come out. Uh, I I know it. Ju- I know the manga just uh, they just dropped on the seventeenth, so I would probably guess we're gonna actually get to see some sales numbers probably on Friday. Just like we're gonna get the update for the Weekly Shonen Jump August volumes. So I'm gonna record a little extra bit that I'm gonna put in right here. Hello. It's time for manga sales. We got our updates, so let's plug them. Um, all right, so we do have the first week for 
all of our weekly Shonen Magazine volumes. This is ranging from the 16th to the 22nd. And uh, I do want to say that uh, going forward, we're going to go ahead and start uh, tracking everything with Weekly Shonen Magazine. Up till now, we've only been po- uh, tracking like the really popular ones, the ones that are popular in general, have animes already, or just like getting popular here in the West, like a Shangri-La Frontier, for example. But uh, just because I want to bring more awareness to Weekly Shonen Magazine, uh, I want to go ahead and start tracking everything because the thing is that, you know, for the series that we don't track, they're just series that while they're super popular over in Japan, you don't really hear about them here in the West, but they do well in sales every single, every single month, right? And I just feel like the more eyes that we get on Weekly Shonen Magazine, the better, because maybe the more people uh, around the world that get more involved with Weekly Shonen Magazine, the more likely we could potentially get like an official release from we, uh, Weekly Shonen Magazine, like digitally, like the Shonen Jump app, Viz Media app, Manga Plus app, etc., which would be super cool because as of now, like there's only a few series uh, from Weekly Shonen Magazine that you can actually read officially, like Eaton Zero, uh, To Your Eternity, Seven Daily Sins, uh, Four Nights the Apocalypse, um, and Shangri La Frontier being four off the top of my head. Uh, I know like Tokyo Avengers doesn't have an official release, for example. You have to do a fan translation or something. So I definitely would like to get more eyes on Weekly Shonen Magazine. Um, now, I do want to say, if you guys li- have listened to this show before, if this is your first time here, hey, what's up? My name's Alex Light. Um, but if you guys have listened to the show before, you know how in, you know how bad I am when it comes to pronouncing names. A, a lot of these don't have straightforward English-translated names like Fire Force, Blue Lock, you know, Seven Deadly Sins. So... I apologize for anything that I'm about to butcher. Let's get into it. All right, Blue Lock, Volume 15, uh, sold 95K copies sold in its first week. Ace the Diamond, uh, Part 2, Volume 28, with 91K copies sold in its first week. Fire Force, Volume 30, with 85K copies sold in its first week. Here's a new series that we're going to start tracking here. Conjuro, Okarish Masu. Probably butchered that, but let's keep it moving. Volume 22 with 74K copies sold. Basically 75K. Shout out to that. Uh, another new series we're going to be talking about here is Bakamano. Yeah, Bakamano. Uh, Guitari, Volume 14 with 54K copies sold. Basically 55K. Um, Shangri-La Frontier, uh, Volume 5 uh, with 51K copies sold. Conjuro, Mo Conjuro, Volume 7 with 45K copies sold. Runaway Duart uh, with Volume 22, which this does look to be the finale for this series, uh, is 34K copies sold, basically 35. Uh, Sitokai, uh, Yoko no Domo, Volume 21 with 30K copies sold. To Your Eternity, Volume 16 with 19K copies sold. And the lastly for this month, we have... Korowa, uh, Midaka, Nai, uh, Watashi, no Kawai, Ga, Sujina. That's a that's a very long title, and I apologize for everyone listening because I butchered that entire thing. Uh, that volume one for that series with 18k copies sold. Uh, so uh, 18k for volume one is not terrible. You know we you know, we want to do a compare and contrast here. Look over at like some weekly shonen magazine, weekly shonen jump volumes of volume one. If like if they're not selling, you know, 10k at least, then yeah, they're dead. But even 10k, it's like they're potentially dead. But it can you know kind of be up on the rise. 18k is not terrible. But it's definitely not, like, great. Uh, now, I will say another thing that kind of uh, shocking here to look at is the Two Year Eternity Volume 16 with 19K copies sold. Um, you know, the anime is going on right now. We have one episode left, episode 20, coming out this upcoming Monday. And um, it, it just it's interesting to watch how T- Tokyo Avengers, uh, an anime from, from this season, has just completely exploded and done really well with the manga sales because thanks to the anime. And then Two Year Eternity, 
is not getting the same boost, which, you know, I, I wouldn't expect to your attorney to get like the same massive boost, but I would expect to see a little bit more out of it because I think we've tracked one other two year internity volumes in the past since we started tracking these and it, it did about the same, just okay numbers. And I get it. It's because of this, the nature of the series of two year internity. I mean, Tokyo Avengers is this fighter delinquent shonen series, more or less. Yeah, kind of. I mean, uh, yeah, more or less. Uh, while two year internity is very heavily reliant on the storytelling so it's it's not necessarily for everyone but i don't know that is kind of just an interesting thing to note there uh all right so next up uh we can talk about our weekly shonen jump volumes and where we're setting at on that uh this of course is for the month of august and this is for the week 816 to 822 uh so first up we have uh my hero academia with 597 k copies sold i don't feel like that's a big jump from last week last week was like four five thirty four five forty four around there maybe maybe 550 i don't know i just don't feel like that's a big jump dr stone volume 22 when 213k copies sold, uh, an update here on Mashal Volume Seven is 132k copies sold. Elusive Samurai Volume Two update that we got here is 81k. Ayakashi Triangle with the update of 63k copies sold. Uh, Blue Box uh, we we now with Blue Box Volume One um, we have had some out of stock issues. Um, and there have been reprints on the way, and the reprints are still coming. So just kind of blue box fans, just kind of bear with it for the moment. Uh, you know, we'll see this number continue to increase, and we'll hopefully see Volume Two do exceptionally well because there will be more stock on hand. But the last update that we have for blue box is 43k when we were starting to run out, and now we have a 60k for Volume One, which is still obviously that that's very good. Um, you know, we you know we as the blue box fans would like to see this increase even more. Um, but like I said, out of stock issues that we're working through it. Uh, so hopefully we'll continue to see this rise, and hopefully volume two will be much better. And then uh, Magu Chan, Candy Flurry, and Ball Parade are all unranked. Of course, Candy Flurry. This was its volume one at this point with how the storytelling in this series is going. And with how this volume one has sold, we can probably safely say Candy Flurry is axed. Is what it is. Um, is what it is, man. Candy Flurry is something that I thought had a lot of potential, and, and I, I stand by that statement. If you read chapter one, you're just like, okay, I can see us having a lot of potential here. And I, I don't know what happened. I guess I mean it just didn't resonate well with people, obviously. And you know, I just, I just feel like chapter two and beyond just didn't really hit really hit hit very well bottom line but uh yeah but yeah overall pretty good sales across the board uh, a couple downers but uh, i mean it was it's good stuff i mean this is a good month of august um for weekly shonen jump for sure and this batch that we are going to start tracking here in weekly shonen magazine looks pretty solid as well all, and then once again i apologize for every name that i butchered for weekly shonen magazine it's m- my bad all right yeah you guys listen if you guys listen to the show you know i'm terrible at pronouncing names but anyway all right back to the show all right we're back all right, so let's jump over from there and let's hit the top five in Japan right now. Let's see. This is for dated for August 23rd. Coming at number one for the second week in a row, My Hero Academia, volume 31. Coming at number two, Monthly Girls Nuzaki-kun 13 Special Edition, which I did see the regular 13 on the list as well, so I guess it makes sense the Special Edition so high up there. All right, here we go. Let's see if I butcher this or not. All right, I was practicing earlier, but I still think I'm going to butcher it. All right, Chia Hafuru. Josh, what would you rate that? You think I got it? That, did I nail it? Yeah, yeah. I give that, I give that a solid seven. Let's go. I'll take a seven. That's passing, baby. Uh, Chia, Chia, fucked it up now. Anyway, volume 47 is number three uh, in Japan right now. Tokyo Avengers volume 11 and Tokyo Avengers volume 12 is number four and five. Tokyo Avengers is literally littered all across like the top 30. <laughs> for for this yeah. ranking, like I just scroll through and check the other numbers. I you just click. All right, let's look at eleven through twenty. 
All right, Tokyo Avengers, Tokyo Avengers, Tokyo Avengers. Okay, Tokyo Avengers, Tokyo Avengers. Okay, got it, got it. <laughs> it gets throughout this whole ranking list, man. It's insane. Yeah, like seeing sales stuff on Twitter, everyone's just like, it's insane how how much Tokyo Avengers is selling since the anime. Dude, true, true. And I will say that is a topic that I'm really excited to jump into at a later time where we're going to be talking about um, just how much that has blown up for Tokyo Avengers and the sales and us trying to predict what's going to be the next one to get that treatment. Really looking forward to having that conversation here in the future on Animan Plus. Uh, so what do we got coming up for Weekly Shonen Jump for issue 39? Elusive Samurai will be on the cover. I did see someone say that the, co- that the lead color pages are some of the best they've seen all year. I don't know. We'll see because that Mission Yozakura family one was pretty hype. So we'll see. We do have color pages for Mission Yozakura family. And Blue Box. Uh, some notable things, of course, Candy Candy Flurry is in dead last. Yeah, this is really on the chopping block at this point. Yeah. Uh, Ayakashi Triangle second to last. And like we mentioned earlier, Red Hood's coming in at number six, which is above Jujutsu Kaisen. So that is some interesting stuff there. Uh, for the next issue, issue number 40, we got One Piece on the cover, which makes sense because volume 100 is going to be dropping here very soon. So it makes sense that One Piece is getting the lead color page and cover page there. Uh, we also have a color page for Magi Chan, and I do believe we're getting another chapter for the uh, Food Wars Sanji edition. I believe that. Shogeki no Sanji. Yep. I'm super excited about that. I actually really enjoy those chapters. If, if you haven't checked them out, please do. They're actually really good. Oh, well, that's that's good to know. I have yet to check them out, but that is going to be getting a color page in the next issue. So shout out to that. Uh, with that said, uh, I guess we can jump over to our manga ratings for the week. We can go do that now. Um, so let's kick things <laughs> off. Uh, we'll do One Piece, 1,022. Um, I'm going to give it I'm gonna give it a nine. It was good. It was good ending. Okay, yeah, the ending, the ending was really good. Uh, I'll probably give it an eight. I, I think I, I'm gonna give it eight for myself. Uh, what about My Hero Academia 323? Um, I'm gonna give it like a six. Oh come on! Ah man, I just come. On. I don't know. What? I don't know. I guess I'm guess I just I'm in a My Hero funk. Like I don't know. Come I haven't on. been feeling. I haven't felt like these these chapters are as good as you 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 think they are. You're you're disrespecting me. And you're disrespecting this series right now because this this content has been fire. I'm giving it an eight though. I'm not gonna sit here and bang it out. I get the nine, whatever. And I have seen some breakdown for the next chapter, and it'll probably be in the same realm of an eight. Uh, we'll see when I finally read it. But yeah, yeah a five uh, three twenty three. I'd give it an eight. You know, I I gave I, I gave it a ten. I gave a chapter a ten like two weeks ago. That was a ten. Fuck you guys. It was last week, wasn't it? That you gave it a ten. Uh, anyway, yeah. I, you know, I'm also going to sit here and say, and I'll, I'll, I won't be shy about it. I think a lot of it has to do with how there's a certain train moving along the track <laughs> and there's a station in sight. And Hirokoshi put that station in there and was like, the station is here and just completely ignored it. And I guess that's why that's another reason why I'm just not feeling it, because every time we get close to that station, it just gets moved away. We'll get to the station, bud. We'll get there. We'll get there, man. You know, you know, story time. I'm going to tell a quick story. Oh, okay. I went to okay. Chicago. Okay. I, went, I, went to, I went to Chicago, and uh, I took the train back home. And it was a long-ass train ride. 
and I sat by this lady who was on the train for about 45 minutes and ate an egg sandwich, and it smelled like death and oh, just infected, no. this, infected this train car oh, for the next no. 12 hours for me. So this is, this is basically what it's like. It's like, you know, I have that destination. I know where I'm going. I know what I want it to be, and I'm on this train <laughs> with some stinky-ass egg sandwich for 12 oh, hours. No. Because because what I want isn't like it's the, <laughs> the true story too, not a lie. <laughs> it's so unfortunate. <laughs> it's so bad. So that's where you are right now with this train. <laughs> yeah, basically, like I want it to be at the station already. You're and every like, time it doesn't do get it. closer, it's just, yeah. Every time it doesn't get closer, it's just another whiff of egg sandwich. Oh my god, <laughs> you're killing me though. You're killing me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, all right. Let's hop over. Let's talk about Black Clover. Two, I mean, three hundred three. How you feeling? You know what? This chapter made this whole thing worth it. If they would have made this chapter the entire fight, I wouldn't have given Black Clover such low ratings for the past few weeks. This, I honestly, I'll give it an eight. It was really good, and this should have happened from the beginning of this fight. Oh boy! All right. I'm very iffy on this chapter. All right. <laughs> Tell me why you're iffy. Because I can't get it out of my damn head that we are in endgame, it feels like. This, we are very much an endgame in Black Clover. This I'm whole, not going to lie to you. That's the feel. This whole arc is so rushed. This chapter was so rushed. Like, the contents of it, I want to give it an eight with you. I do. But, like, just reading through this chapter, it was almost like like a snap of the finger. And it was just like all of this information got dumped, and I, I would have loved to see this fight. What you know, go on for a chapter, for a couple chapters, right? Like I, I just, I can't get it out of my head how rushed Black Clover is feeling right now. Which Black Clover has always been fast paced, always. Let yeah, me stress but that, but not this fast paced. But not this. This is like a whole different level of fast paced. Like I don't know. I want to give it an eight with you, but I might drop it down to like a six because like I just can't get it out of my head just how almost lackluster it feels. Like while we have like this great payoff, it feels like it feels like what we had to do to get there, it just kills me and it feels lackluster, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, it I, I definitely agree with you. I'm giving this chapter an eight because I genu- genuinely enjoyed the content and Fair. I wish the content had been this had it been this whole fight instead of all the other stuff we got that also, yes, made it feel very rushed. Like this is very end game with everything leading up to this chapter. Right. Um, and yeah, the, it would have been better if this fight currently had, you know, gone on for another chapter, but also better if this had been the current matchup 10 chapters ago. True. So I, I, you know, I'm giving it an eight because I enjoyed the content. I agree with you though. Like, you know, as far as it feeling rushed and stuff, you know, it would it would be a six. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm gonna roll with the six. I'm gonna roll. Through, I'm gonna roll with the six. Red black clover. Yeah, red black clover. Used to be so high, man, but here we are. What about Doctor Stone two hundred seven? You know, I'm going to tax my shit on it because I really enjoyed this chapter. <laughs> it was it was very good content. All, uh, I, all I can picture. All right, let me go ahead here. Let me switch to uh, let me switch to his cam. All right, hey Zach, how's uh, Doctor Stone two oh seven? No bullshit. <laughs> no no bullshit. Yeah, 
<laughs> I, I I enjoyed the content. I really did. Like now knowing their backstory a little more, I, I definitely enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed the last uh, few pages. That was my most enjoyment. And those last few pages was enough for me to, to go ahead and just kind of, I'll, I'll roll with probably like a seven or an eight. Um, yeah. I know that seems kind of like um, almost hypocritical because it's like while the last couple pages of this Black Clover chapter was like super good and could sway me to making an eight, it's just everything we've had up to that point is what made me give it a six. But in this case, these last couple pages of, of Dr. Stone was enough for me to probably bump it up to an eight because that, that was a nice that was a nice little moment, man. It really was. It was. It was, like I said, that back the backstory, the moment, it was, it was all very nice, very good content, which we haven't had a lot of in Dr. Stone for a while true that kind of content that's true because it was balls to the walls there for months <laughs> like, yeah it was it was fire week after week after week after week man as i've said before when dr stone is on when dr stone's on fire it is on fire but when it's not it's not that's my take on yeah. it i know josh you disagree and you enjoy it as a whole but that's my take on dr stone. i do i i do enjoy dr stone as a whole um i i'm gonna roll with a seven okay. on it it was it was it was really good content but you know, aside from that, aside from like, yeah, other than that, I can't, I can't give it to you. I, even though I just, like you said, hypocritically gave Black Clover an eight for the same kind of like content. Right. Yeah. The last couple pages was great for you. Got that con, you know, yeah, contact. You want to give an eight, but yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Uh, what about JJK one fifty four? You know, JJK went on hiatus. I'm still very much enjoying it after hiatus. So it being kind of lower in Shonen Jump scared me, but I mean this chapter was this chapter was really good. And not something that I can I can give like a, a nine or a ten, like I like to always give JJK. I think this more is a seven for me. More of a seven. I, I'll agree with the seven on that one. Uh, Mission Years of Core Family, chapter ninety four. I'm giving this one a nine, dude. This chapter was fantastic. I loved dude. this, dude. This chapter was so good. It had so What's like. Up? It, like, it had so much backstory between uh, um, Taya and uh, Mitsumi, man. Like, it was awesome because it really put it in, like, in a different light of what you got to see out of uh, Mitsumi and her growing up where she couldn't have friends because of who she is. You know, her friends were pretty much only her siblings, except, you know, but then she was able to become friends with, uh, you know, you know Taya and... Um, you know, and just their their relationship and how important it is for her. It was a great chapter, dude, and I'm pumped for the next one for sure. Because now we got the eldest brother. It's time for his trial. Because uh, you know, we just finished up. Um, we just finished up the the eldest sister's trial. Now we're hopping over to. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name, but you know, the the guy the guy who's like obsessed with protecting with uh, protecting uh, Mitsumi. Uh, but dude, yeah, this was a nine, man. This was such a great chapter seeing the dynamic between them because it was like, it was one of those, like it was a narration from the eldest, uh, from the eldest sister of her thinking back on it. It's like what, what this guy means to Mitsumi in her life, because really, like I said, she wasn't able to have friends. She had to be protected. She had to stay indoors. She can't like go out and be a normal kid. So it's just like, you know, he was always there for her, bringing her her school stuff, whatever, blah, 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 being there and supporting her. And then you get the the, the flip of the script where she like, you know, again, she can't leave and shit because of who she is. She breaks out one night because there was the uh, the car accident that, you know, basically killed, you know, our protag's family. And he's in the hospital when he was a little kid. 
and she was there for him. So, man, it, it was it was a nice, like, bonding chapter for these two, just, like, taking a trip down memory lane, seeing what happened, man. I loved it. It was great. Nice. Uh, next up, Undead Unluck, chapter 75. Um, I would give this one, I think, a 7. I think, uh, um, yeah, 7. I almost flirted with an 8, but I'll roll the 7. Mashal, chapter 74. I'm going to give two really high scores Uh-oh. on these manga ratings. And one of them is going to be Mashal because it was a 10 out of 10 chapter. Uh, right on, right on. <laughs> the redemption arc. The redemption arc for Mashal I know, is amazing. But it was so good when he's just like, I'm going to let the earth reclaim me. I was like, I yeah. lost it, dude. I screenshot yeah. that. And now that's one of my memes. <laughs> <laughs> That is one of my memes now. Uh, I'm definitely giving it a nine, a hundred percent. I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna roll the nine on this one. Sock one today's chapter thirty five. Um, I'm gonna give it a seven. I think seven's good. A lose the samurai chapter twenty eight. Um, probably an eight. I think eight's good. Uh, of course, I I'm not actually caught up on which watch. I did finally pick it back up. I've only read a couple chapters, and sure enough, sure shit, Zach's right. It did start to get good. <laughs> So I'm just like, God damn it. You know, right when we take it off the script, right when I stop reading it, it starts to get good. So I can only imagine his Zach's chapter 26 rating would be like an eight. That's just a guess to see if I get it right later on. Blue box chapter 17. <laughs> Ooh, probably a nine, probably a nine. Another great ah. chapter. Dude, these past nice. couple chapters of Blue Box have been very, very emotional. Uh, to give context for people, you know, so obviously, um, you know, the main relationship focuses on just our two our two central star characters, of course. But then there's this other character who's a friend with the male protag. But these past, like, three or four chapters have kind of, like, hinted at the fact that she has feelings for him. But she knows very well his feelings for, you know, this other character. And these past few chapters have been so, like, just emotional gut punches because it's just, like, her basically trying to just shove those feelings down and saying, no, I need to handle this on my own. No, I can do this by myself. I don't, you know, I, I, I'm fine. Everything's fine. I can do this. It's all good. You know, and, dude, it's, been a, it's an emotional gut punch, man. It really is. So, I mean, I'd give it a 9. I imagine Zach's rating is probably a 9 or 10, too, because uh, everything that the last chapter did right, this one did it just as well. Yeah, I mean, I would give this one a 9. It was great. I can respect that. Candy Flurry Chapter 16, probably a 5. Uh, <laughs> uh, Candy Flurry, <laughs> I, I had so much hope for this series. It seemed like such a dumb, unique concept, but gosh damn, did it drop. It dropped, man. I don't know. It went downhill fast. It did, dude. It's coming some sour gumdrops. Uh, what about Red Hood Chapter Seven? Um, I'm. Oh, this one's tough. I'm flirting between a. I'm gonna give a seven. I was flirting between a mine. seven or an eight. Seven, seven is definitely what I can uh, I can land on for that. That that end. It's always the ends that get you too. I dude, it is. It's the ends that get you uh, every time. I give I give it a seven personally. Nuru chapter six. I probably give that one a seven as well. Dan to Dan chapter twenty one. All right, so I'm gonna give this a two hundred out of ten because <laughs> we read twenty chapters and they're all ten out of ten. And this is obviously the other high ranking, but I'm gonna give Dan to Dan ten out of ten. I I enjoyed this series so much, and for all twenty one chapters for me to be on the same level. And not feel like a chapter is like, eh, I got, it's so good. 
I would give chapter 21 probably like a 7 or an 8, but I'm with you as the series as a whole. It's just like 10 out of 10. The series is just fantastic. Uh, what about Shoujin X chapter 7? Uh, uh, you know, I'm flirting with a 6 or a 7 on this one. Four I'm three. I, <laughs> no. <laughs> I enjoy Chosen X, um, but I don't know. It, we'll leave it at a seven. Okay. I, I can go with I feel comfortable with a seven on this. What about Tokyo Avengers 219? I'm personally giving it a 10. I mean, not a 10, a nine, sorry. I'm giving it a I was nine. about to say, I, I'm going to give it an eight. It was really good content. I'm really hyped for that next chapter, though. Like, I, I know. about to go down. Yeah, true, true, true. I'm hyped uh, because I'm giving it a nine because of how the chapter ended. Uh, it's fantastic. Great tease. I'm a sucker for a good ending. But also just because, like, the content was good, but the content was also just hilarious. Like, yeah. we're talking to you. She's like, can we please talk about this somewhere else? And they're just going mm. on roller coasters, and she's just, like, casually talking about her dreams and stuff. And she's like, Takamichi is like, coming. Here it comes. <laughs> it was just yeah. stupid. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> um, I didn't even realize they were on a roller coaster the first time. Yeah. I thought, like, oh, shit, something's about to go down. She's like, Takamichi is coming. I'm like, no, just roller coaster drop. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What about uh, Eden Zero 156? Uh... I'm going to have to give this one a seven. I really enjoy Eden Zero, but, you know, the chapter had some moments, but not I'm, enough to oh, – what are you going to say? I'm going to roll with an eight, actually, just because, like, I thought the, like, the little brief moment we saw of Jaguar was super dope. And then the other, that was, and, and then yeah. the other character who comes into play is just like, oh, boy, I'm excited to see what's coming out of this. Yeah. See, that, that was really good, and that's why it's getting a seven. Other than that, like, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot – that made me go like, oh, snap. Kind of like last week's chapter where it was just like, oh, cool, overdrive. Like, uh. Right. Um, to Your Eternity was on a break. Uh, seven Deadly Sins, Four Nights the Apocalypse, Chapter 28. Um, seven. Uh, Ranger Reject was on a sudden break, apparently. This was very unplanned. Uh, T's and P's, hopefully all's good in the Ranger Reject world. Uh, next up, Soul Leveling, 164, probably a nine, honestly. Love that ending, dude. The ending was super clean. Super, super clean, man. I loved, I loved that whole ending, dude, because, like, with how this, uh, with what we got going on and the and the fight and everything, uh, you know, you have all these different monarchs that are trying to kill the Shadow Monarch before he becomes the Shadow Monarch, who is our protag. And um, once the real, like, you know, once the full power of the Shadow Monarch starts to, like, kind of come out, the Beast Monarch's just like, yo, I'm out. Fuck this. And the Frost Monarch's like, bro, what the fuck? You said you were going to help me beat him? And he's just like, have you ever fought him at full power? I'm out. Fuck this. And he teleports out of there. The Frost Monarch's like, fine, I'll just do it myself. And uh, right, and right then, that's when uh, our you know our uh, pro tag kind of wakes up, and he's just like, "Who told you that you could leave without my permission?" And I'm like, "Dude, this is badass as hell. Let's go. I'm gonna give it a nine for sure." Uh, we care 152, um, probably an eight, and then of course LC to something that only Zach is reading, so no rating there. Uh, favorite chapter of the week? I'm gonna go actually missing years of core family. It's been a few. I think it's been about a month or so since I've, I've picked that one, but the, I, I love that chapter, man. It was fantastic. Well, for me, there's only so many times that I can have consecutive Mashals, but it's gonna be between Mashal and Dan to Dan. Like I think right now they're my they're probably some of my top two series. I know I tweeted on Twitter like. 
my top five. I didn't put Mashal in it, and in hindsight, that was a great mistake. I was wondering about that. I saw your top five list. I'm like, why is it Mashal up here? Like, I'm I'm, I'm insulted. <laughs> All right, well, that does it for the show. Hopefully, you enjoyed. Uh, any thoughts on anything that we talked about? Make sure to definitely comment below. Let us know. We definitely appreciate that. Uh, Josh, you got any uh, got any final thoughts here before we get out of here? Yeah, let's see if I can do this right. Oh, here um, go. You know. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Click Boom. the bell. Get the Boom. notifications. Spark E3 something. Right? YouTube.com forward slash Spark E3. Ah, got it. And you can follow us on Twitter at Animan Plus or Animan Podcast yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. At Animan Podcast. Sometimes we post things. Sometimes we don't. Uh, shout out to, uh, you know, everyone listening. I yeah. saw in the ranks that uh, we're, we're like 48 on the charts in Thailand and pretty high in oman so you know shout out to you guys hope i didn't butcher that name i did see that as well <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so so shout out to you guys for listening and uh you know hope you guys are having a, a great day whenever you're listening to this <laughs> <laughs> you know what josh give you an a plus for that that was a phenomenal effort uh, do everything he said and more. Be a friend. Tell a friend that you listen to the show. We would greatly appreciate that. Of course, make sure to subscribe to the channel. Again, that is at youtube.com forward slash Sparky3. Be on the lookout because we do have the Animan Plus episode 50 on the way of 50 incredible fights in anime, manga, and webtoon. That, of course, is also going to be our one-year anniversary of Animan Plus. So that is pretty cool. Shout out to that. That will be coming here in the very near future. Make sure you go check out yeah. Lighthearted Gamers. Be on the lookout for a terrible football show coming right here at our YouTube channel and available on all platforms. With that said, hopefully you guys have an incredible day. Until next time, see ya. Later.